I should start with that. I should start with the sound of the barbell just yeah. hitting the floor. Oh, I'm just finishing, guys. Whew, great lift. <laughs> yeah, that looked heavy. Wow. Yeah, wow. No, don't worry. I'll just I'll talk to you between reps. Nice. So every time we hear a barbell hitting the floor. It's me doing rep. It's you. You've just done a rep. I'll try and make a noise when I put it down. And, and because of the way sound and editing works, it might be that we hear the barbell land before we hear yeah. the noise. Yeah, absolutely. It's the sound travel. Yeah. Yeah, this this room echoes a little bit, something like that. Now, if people don't recognize that voice, which they won't, because you're always just hiding in the corner and you don't interact with anybody. Significant lurker. But you, you know, but we'll see how long you've been a member of CrossFit Bath and and so on. But it is the one and only Charlie. Hello. (laughs) Robertson. Yes. As requested by Coxie Coxie himself. Yeah. Strange request. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just request the lurker who hides at the back. Yeah, I, I think he, when, you know, I stopped recording and he said, because basically what it is, is <laughs> I'm not really sure who this person is. I'm not even sure they're a member, to be honest. Like, no. well, I think they just sneak in once the class has started and the coach is too busy to wonder who's yep. in the corner. Yeah, never book in either. I'm just, just move myself to the back. Just move yourself to the back. Yeah, nice. hence my, uh, my original nickname from Emma Mallon and Lucy McDonald of Backdoor Charlie at the uh, Twerton venue. Because I used oh, to always run out of the fire escape door, instead yeah. of going to the front because I was lurking at the back. Nice. Okay. Well, despite the fact that I've done the workout and you've been around the gym for I've a couple of hours. In the gym. <laughs> no one's sure what you've done, but yeah. you've been here. Yeah. Um, but we'll still a few warm up questions for you, Charlie, okay. just so Deal. you feel part of the mythos of the CrossFit Bars <laughs> podcast. So the first question always is peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy, 100%. Oh, Love good. a bit of texture. There was no editing like that. I was no. very quick off the board. Yeah. Love a bit of texture. Love a bit of texture. Yeah, if it's, I like crunchy things. I'm not. I just don't see the point of smooth peanut butter. The point of it, yeah, should well, not exist. Basically, well, yeah, it's same as biscoff. I think we could talk, do the whole prog podcast on how much I dislike biscoff. Biscoff in general, or biscoff, biscoff in general. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not a big toffee fudge right. caramel kind of fan, but I don't see why everything has a biscoff version. It's really not that great. I. I quite like the crunchy Biscoff mixed with peanut butter. There's a crunchy Biscoff? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I love a texture, but I'm not sure I can get on board with it. And I mix it with smooth peanut butter to give it the texture. You're a madman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this is like two podcasts in a row where I I'm referencing this podcast, Biscoff, <laughs> this podcast, this peanut butter Biscoff combination. Base. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I had something the other day and it had Biscoff on it. And I, and I, and I was at this point of like... This is this is the new salted caramel. It's just on yeah, everything. It's very in vogue. And um, it's kind of like avocado on toast. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because you know I recently turned thirty six or something, but suddenly I'm just like oh, I don't even know if I like if there's a, I love desserts and if it's there I'm going for it. But Sound at the there. moment I've almost hit that point of like if it reco- oh god god it's a big lift. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to get that. I, I, no, I stopped. Don't mind. Yeah, I'm still lifting. When I say I wasn't session. sure if you were going to get that, what I meant was the lift. Because, I mean, obviously that was... <laughs> that was perfect. I got that one. <laughs> if there is any effort required in me getting this dessert... Right. It's just not happening. I've, I've hit that point where I'm like, yeah, I'd, I, if it's there, I'll have it. But if someone's literally presenting you... If someone's literally dessert. presenting it with me, to me, yeah, I'll get it. And if, if I'm expected to do anything to you get it, I'm just like... I'm not really that fast. Well, I did bake a cake the other day because the kids wanted something and we didn't have anything in the house ready. So I was like, let's make a cake. It's an emergency. And cake. it will occupy you for... Two minutes? You are. Well, slam their faces into cake. No, well, I had to make it. So that would occupy them. You know, I had yeah. them sift the flour and stuff like that. And, oh, God, well, that sounds like a disaster. And measure out. You know, And it's always fun with two of them because then we're fighting over who gets to weigh the butter and who yeah. gets to weigh the chocolate. And you're like, oh. yeah. Who gets to lick the beaters afterwards? Oh, well, that's me, obviously. Oh, excellent. <laughs> but uh, I, do, I do think that Biscoff is is a bit overrated. And I know it's a massively controversial statement, but yeah, everything has a Biscoff version. It's like I really also, just on another food tangent, sm- smashed avocado. Unless you've thrown that avocado against a wall and it happens to have fallen onto your toast, it is not smashed. It is, at best, Tice. mashed, mashed okay. or crushed. With a fork, unless you've like slammed it on there. Yeah. So I object to that. We um we kind of tend to just slice it. 
Classy. I like that. I'm much more of a, yeah, a slicer I can get on board with. Okay, I mean, I don't, still don't like avocado that much. Yeah. But. And obviously we mix it with Biscoff because everything. <laughs> can you, I bet there is a, an, um, there's avocado brownie, so I bet there's an avocado Biscoff baked good that you could get on board with. Yeah, nah, but I'm right. I'll, I'll pass on that. <laughs> um, right. That was a long first question, wasn't it? That was a long first question, which is good because it means I can drop almost all my other questions apart from, um, we were talking about ladders. Oh yeah. So today's workout was a ladder. That's how it came up. Not not the ladders I climb at work, but yeah, yeah, ladders yeah. that we do in the CrossFit box. Yes. If you're in the class, so you probably rarely which never do is. Them. Yeah, never me. But maybe occasionally your own programming. And you did say love a ladder. I do like a ladder I as long also, as it's descending. Well, this was my question for you: was going to be ascending or descending? Descending, hundred percent. I like to chip away at things. I, I I also hate when you know sometimes when PTs um, and you're like, how many or how long am I doing this for? And they're like, until I say stop. That really gets me. <laughs> it really frustrates me because I like to have a set right. time. I struggle a bit with AMRAPs as well, just because I'm like, well, I don't know how many I'm doing. Yeah. But you've got the time. But I have got the but time, so I like that better. See, that was, this was, because I'm, I've always been descending ladder. Yeah, 100%. Love a descending ladder. And, yeah. and I have very few skills within the CrossFit world. I'm not sure that's true, but, but carry on. The one, the one skill I think I'm pretty good at is picking like the perfect weight mm-hmm. for a descending ladder. So if it'll be like um, push press, one of the things, it'll be like, oh, and they should be unbroken. And you're starting at 15. I'll do the 15 and be like, oh, I don't think I could have hit another rep. Yeah. And then we'll pick it up perfect. for the next round yeah. and it'll be like 12. And when I get to 12, I'm like, wow. You fatigued I at that level. absolutely could not have yeah, hit another. Right. And it will just, I'll ride that line all the way down. Perfect. Love that. The only problem with the descending ladder is you you do have an amount of work you have to get through. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if you're starting at 10 or you're starting at 20 or whatever it is and you know you're working down and you're like, I do have to get through all of this. Whereas with the ascending ladder, because there's a time limit, it's just, well, see how far you can go. Or maybe how far I can go is one round. Well, exactly. I think that's, I would struggle to... I struggle to motivate myself to be like, right, I'm going to absolutely smash this and I'm going to keep going. Blah, blah, blah. But actually, if I've got an amount of work within a window, then that kind of constraints-based training I really enjoy. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... But it is always also quite nice watching people just put themselves in the bin in, one, in round one or two. Oh. And then you're like, oh, you do know that those reps are going to get yeah. a lot. Oh, don't get me wrong. When I'm in open gym observing you all destroying yourselves, it's very entertaining. Yeah, writing your memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my two-year memoirs of when I was a CrossFitter. <laughs> well, I say I was a CrossFitter. When I sat in a CrossFit box watching people do CrossFit. Exactly, yeah. When I, when I paid a full CrossFit membership to, uh, to sit in the corner on a bicycle. Yeah. Bargain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything not to go to pure but the gym. community. I like that. I mean, the way you shouted community and dropped your barbell at yeah, the same time right. was impressive. Final. So hydrate between reps. Yeah. The theatre of the mind of this mm-hmm. episode is Oh, yeah. It's like exquisite. what uh, the Archers. You should get some sheep. I mean, I am always auditioning for like Radio 4 gigs or something. Maybe maybe so they'll good. get me on. But I would love, yeah, Radio 4. Is, I just, I, you know you've reached a certain point in your life when you're like, I love Radio 4. I'm, I'm, this is another tangent. We, we talked about podcasts a bit last week. I'm listening to a podcast at the moment, which is the ha- Hamish and Andy, mm-hmm. that, are, that basically had a radio show. And now they just do a podcast and it is basically the radio show they had, but without the songs in between the bits. So it would just be like the different segments that they would do. Oh, this is a dream. Amazing. I'm like, oh, it's brilliant. It's radio where they don't keep interrupting me with songs. Perfect. You know, um, Malin's husband's a DJ. Is he? He's on Radio Bath, I think. Is it Radio Bath? Bath something? I well, I I do drive past a building that says Radio Bath. That is where he does his show. I think once or twice a week. All right. I've had a shout out on that one. Have you? Mm-hmm. When I had my surgery, the first one, not the fourth one. Yeah, yeah. By the end, they were like, oh, "Another shout out." Yeah, mm, no, no more shout outs for you. You're just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> You've been a mess for two years now. We can't like you for that long. Yeah, they said the only person we can't shout out apart from you is also Craig, who's also broken oh, God, every bone Craig. in his body multiple times. Yeah, he's a sausage, bless him. I adore the man, but he needs to stop doing squats and demos and stuff let's sit on the box Craig. come on just point yeah there's like at least six physios in the gym and we're all just telling him to sit down and he won't <laughs> so as he's walking around dragging his leg with his voodoo infrared whatever it is thing strapped to his knee 
and he comes to ask me about science and I'm like, if it works for you, mate, you you do you. <laughs> I hope he listens to this episode. I hope he will listen to this. We'll get him on for the... Um... I tell him this to his face. All Maybe right. I'll nominate him next. <laughs> get him back on. He's been on a lot, though. For his uh, response. Yeah. We're just doing like a physio update. Mm-hmm. Where's we'll Craig's go. knee at? Yeah, be like, and he's fine. Oh, great, great, wonderful. Yeah, back's gone again. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the man's made of dust. It's just like a bag of dust. It's going to collapse at any minute. Oh, I get a feeling people are going to be like, we think you should get Charlie back on again. Oh, no, I don't we'll think give you, we'll after we'll, this. We'll give you a few other names of people we'd like to hear yeah, an honest a, take on. Craig was asking, he was like, you should do an alternative commentary for the cross, like, cross, CrossFit competitions. And I said, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Well, Jason CF Media will be happy to have you on the YouTube. We, we can do that. Would. We could we could do a live stream of the event and I could hear your commentary go yeah, over the top. It's just me muttering to myself just every now and then. <laughs> oh, pretty much like the actual commentary then. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Final question. Mm. Now let's talk about the massive message you sent me. Mm. Um, i just like you to have information in advance because we don't know each other well, Jace. Well, yeah, but no, that's the point of this. Yeah. Have you sent that message to everyone in the box? No. Do, do I need to copy I don't need and paste? To know, I don't need to know everyone. Do I need to copy and paste that into the no, description don't. at the bottom of the... Yeah, I should put it on my uh, my bio. Guys, <laughs> guess what? Oh, who's going to read that? All right. No one. When we have the CrossFit Bath movie, mm-hmm. who are you picking to play you? Either, and you probably won't know who either of these are, uh, Mae Martin. Yes, I do know who yep. Mae Martin is. May she's Martin. currently on Taskmaster. How could you think she I don't is. know? She's she great. Is. I bloody love Taskmaster, by the way. Um, or Hannah Gadsby. Yeah, also know who that is. Yep. Okay. So either of those, the slightly awkward, short-haired women. Yeah. I went to see now. Slash non-binary people. Now, now when I see her sort of doing the t- Taskmaster Mannerisms. and you now here, I can see it. Yeah. I yeah can see people it. Have, have raised the whole... Um, how we are just a little bit awkward. <laughs> so it's in May Martin and I. Yeah. So yeah, May Martin or Hannah Gadsby. So I'm intrigued to see how you would do have done the egg one last week where she had to Oh I haven't seen that yet. You've not seen that? Oh, no. I love I, I love it. I need to catch a new up. episode was on last night. I'm terrible at Thursday night, nine o'clock. Live. I'm really bad at it. I usually watch it on uh like four O D when I'm time. Literally probably the only sh- and I no word of like we don't watch like TV, when TV, we watch Netflix, we watch Apple TV or Disney mm-hmm. Plus or whatever. We watch something when when we can finally squeeze it in. Yeah. It's probably the only thing that I'm like, oh, nine o'clock. It's time. It's also because it's nine o'clock, so it's mm. evening time, so it's like yeah. ideal. The um, only thing I'm like that with is Bake Off, usually. I Although I kind of start now and kind of and drop off a bit because no one's Mel and Sue and no one's Mary Berry. Do you know? Poor Hollywood's not not the one we wanted to keep. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So no one cares about your handshake, Paul. Yeah, no one cares, Paul, you grumpy scouser. <laughs> you really do have takes on everyone, don't you? I've got many, many opinions. That's why I lurk at the back, because yes. it's not best for me to share them. Right. So a new game. I'm going to pull up a list of all the people that work at CrossFit Buff, and I'm going to let you just go Oh, I can them. do a review. <laughs> I, I gave Emma a review this morning. Oh, poor Emma. It was, we were talking about ChatGPT. Right, yeah. Um, and how I'd seen things like on TikTok and like um, PTs and people like S&C coaches say, oh, I can program and stuff. And some of them, the programming wasn't particular. Oh, God, that was a good lift. Um, the, um, I've forgotten what I was saying. There. Chat, chat GTP, GPT programming. Yeah. Um, and some of them were sort of half getting worried, like, oh, AI is going to take over and take our jobs and stuff. And a few of us, I think two or three of us in that group are, are programmed for by Emma. Um, so obviously we pay her and still work with her. Um, I'm like, oh, chat GPT might be able to program, but no one can make you feel as bad about yourself as Emma Dean does. So there's a personal touch that chat GPT will never have. Well, I asked chat GTP who will win the 2023 CrossFit games. Is it you? And it said, oh, we can't possibly talk about something that hasn't yet happened. (laughs) It's like asking the lottery numbers. I was like, I just want you. And then I followed up with, well, who are the top 10 CrossFit athletes? And the list was like Matt Fraser, Rich Friend. I was like, well, they're not even competing. They're not even competing. You are useless. Well, it probably went with like the the, of all time. Like, I think someone asked it to do the the world rugby 15 of all time and and it put one of those together, which is actually quite good. Was it quite good? You'd play that, would you? I would play that. Well, I wouldn't play against that. No. no. Um, But yeah, no, I. Think that's... Yeah, because I was I was thinking of doing some content about 
whether or not AI, AI in CrossFit and could it, I do think, cause I asked it, you know, I basically said, I got it to interview for the job. I'll be honest. I said, Excellent. I said, how can AI help CrossFit? And it did That's mention that. programming. It did mention a few other things. But one of the things it was talking about was like judging. I do think that's what we need is ai judging kind of like var that yeah but that would just be complete you know because basically neutral it's it's a bad call is never just a bad call it is always a biased call in the view of people that want to you know rile people up and get like oh of course no one's gonna no one has the guts to to know rep capturing and you're like yes they do don't say that they're, I'd know they're, they're happy to do it Lots i of- do it just to put a cat amongst the pigeons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> False start, sorry. Sorry, do it again. <laughs> Back to the start. <laughs> right. Let's talk about your... So, you are a member of CrossFit Bath. I am indeed. Sort of, yes. Sort of. How long has that been going? I started in August 2020, between the first and second lockdowns, or second and third lockdowns, I don't really know. Right. At Twerton. At Twerton. Now, when... Oh, this is... A... This is a hard game to play with you because there's so many moving parts here. There's a lot of thoughts. It's foot. It is foot, yes. It is foot. It is the hoof. hoof. So would you like to maybe just quickly explain why when I say it is foot, what I'm talking about? Right. Um, So quick back back story is... No, we want to talk about the foot. Yeah. Not the back. (laughs) We're not not going down Craig again. This this whole story commenced when I was 16 years old. Right, so definitely before you started doing CrossFit. Yes, this, is, this isn't all CrossFit's fault. Um, no, I stupidly um, played rugby when I was 15, <sighs> tore my ACL, then before I came back, injured my ankle twice, had surgery to repair that. That ended up going a bit floppy and rubbish or reabsorbed or whatever. Had an entire hamstring taken out of my right leg to fix my inside and outside aspects of my ankle. But then because my ankle was so strong, it was great. I could run. When I couldn't before, I had a beanbag foot from the age of 16 to 23. Um, My medical dad? Yeah, beanbag ankle. Uh, I'm a physiotherapist, don't you know? I know. (laughs) I know these words. Um, So I had that repaired in 2018. It was great for three years. Uh, Came back to doing CrossFit, blah, blah, blah. Um, Got overexcited doing box step-ups with four kilo dumbbells in my hand. Stepped back on the floor in Twerton, which we know isn't the most even anyway. Um, And what I think probably would have been an inversion ankle sprain because the hamstring was now there the force just went forward and snapped all the ligaments in my midfoot um so yeah tried to settle it in a boot didn't work tried to fuse it once um a few months later with lots of screws didn't work tried to put bone graft and marrow graft and plates and things in there still not fused and then you decided to see a doctor yeah no i've just been drilling into my own foot for months i don't know what's going wrong um, but yeah, no, it's just been an ongoing saga. And so it's actually my two-year anniversary of having injured my foot. <laughs> two years since I ran, two years since I, yeah, since I did anything, really. I mostly just sit on a bike and do some static things and irritate Emma Dean as often as possible. And that is worth the cost of the membership. It absolutely is. <laughs> if we ever see Emma move on to another gym and then suddenly we're like, Charlie's gone. Where's Charlie gone? She's left. No, I've, I'm going with her. Yeah. I just follow her around like a puppy. On your bike. Yeah. Hello. Don't leave me. <laughs> okay. So obviously you've had a, so it was rugby that you, you played growing up. Was that, Initially, the, yeah. was that the, the only sport you did growing up? Was that the main sport or were you always very? Um, so I was a fat kid. Um, and then when I started high school, I suddenly decided to do every sport I could lay my hands on. Um, like there was the usual sort of fat kid bullying and stuff like that. And my, I had quite a few issues with my eating from like 14 years old. Um, but I played netball, I played tennis, I played rounders. Um, and then it just happened that the current England women's rugby captain came to do her teacher training at my school and taught us some rugby stuff. Um, and she played at Worcester ladies and they had a junior section. So, yeah, I went along to Worcester's under, I think it was under 17s then, it's under 18s now. And yeah, that was that. Was that. Played rugby for, well, I managed to rupture my ACL within six months. So I've had 
a sporadic relationship with rugby until I was about 24 and then finally thought, maybe it's not for me. What was the clue? <laughs> my, my body falling apart and I could just walk on my arms everywhere, dragging my useless oh. legs behind me. Handstand walk, good practice for CrossFit. Well, if only I could actually do that. <laughs> one day. One day, yeah. Yeah, Emerald manage it, yeah. one day. Because, well, you're adapt, won't you? You can't use your legs. Exactly. It's the obvious. It's the obvious next progression. She just gets me dangling off the bars first, getting my shoulders to actually tolerate my own body weight. Oh, you should have come and done the ladder with us today. You've been <sighs> ring muscling up. In. I had instructions from the gaffer. I had my program. I had to do what the lady told me. Sit on a bike. Yeah, sit criticize. on a bicycle. Yep. Judge. Judge. My judging face over in the corner. Yeah. It's a new setting on Garmin as well. It's like oh, scroll through your yeah. watch. I mean, like Just training, like, swimming, mm. running, judging. There we go. Yeah, judgment. Yeah, that's got to burn some calories. Burns a lot of calories. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's probably why people think I'm a miserable cow. I've just sat in the corner with my resting bitch face on. You're concentrating. I'm actually quite friendly, <laughs> but no one would ever approach me. After this. Well, no, definitely not after, after this. After this, you'll this. say, I need, to, uh, I need to come back on because too many people yeah, have suddenly decided that things. they think they can come and talk to me. Yeah. And that's not the way I've made works. a mistake and this is not how I live. <laughs> so what was it that, that took you into CrossFit then? So I've travelled quite a lot with my job because um, I work in performance sport at various levels. Various levels. Um <laughs> So I was living in Worcester at the time and working in a couple of um, physio clinics. This is the time I was working in a private clinic. Absolutely awful. I will never work in a clinic again. Um, and I actually started doing CrossFit with what was then just CrossFit Worcester with Will Kane and Fraser, somebody. I can't remember his surname. That's terrible. Um, which I think is now Blueprint. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I did crossfit there for a little while and then i got sent to work in kent um so didn't have uh i didn't do crossfit there then when i kind of got into full-time sport most of the people that i worked for so like worcester warriors the fa things like that they all had in-house gyms so i would just train there um before or after work uh so i haven't didn't do crossfit for quite a long time then moved back to bath for the second time um, to do my PhD in 2020 and was looking around at gyms. I didn't really want to go to like a pure gym or a, a David Lloyd or whatever, that kind of usual commercial gym. Um, tonic and fly were a bit much for me. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to do the gym in a rave. So <laughs> I'm sure they're wonderful, but I just looked and thought, nah, my, my old, my favorite gym back home um, was in Droitwich and it was just like, proper like rusty barbells, massive men, several of whom are definitely on steroids. And you just go in, half the kit doesn't work in the cardio area. Um, and so I was just looking for something just a bit more simple, um, but not a commercial gym. I feel like I'm talking CrossFit bath down. <laughs> no, but it was, it was, just, yeah, it just felt like it fit. And I came in and everyone was very nice. And actually, I think it was, might have been a week until, Lydia left and Emma came in. So Emma and I started around the same time. Hence the bond. Hence the bond. Yes, it's been there for some time. Um, but yeah, so I just found CrossFit Bath and was adopted early on by the likes of Lucy McDonald and Emma Mallon and the 930 girls. And here I am. Backdoor Charlie was born. <laughs> yeah, and then they moved Jim. There was no backdoor anymore. Jim. No, I couldn't so escape. Like, well, there is a backdoor. We, I was just you not come in the, right in the um, do you always come in that shutter door then? That, no, that do you know, thinking? weirdly, I always have to park in the same place and come through the front door. I don't go through the shutters. It's forced you. No, I, I just like, that's that's what I do. I come in, I greet, and I've then greet. I go and lurk. <laughs> I've done my social part. I've yep. said hello I've to said everyone. Hello. Leave me alone. Yep. Right. Every now and then I'm offered a slice of cake, which I accept, and then I go and lurk again. That's what you're lurking for. Yeah, Working just cooking. waiting to be offered baked goods. Yeah. And they come and say, would you like this cake? You say, yes, please. Absolutely, and then say, yes, now a, leave me alone. It's got a layer of Biscoff and you throw the cake then, against the wall. Yeah, I do that. Like You pretend to eat it and you pass it by your face and then throw it away behind you. Oh, that's why there's that corner of the gym that's just full of bits yeah, of cake. Yeah, it's just full of cake, <laughs> full of Biscoff smeared in the wall. <laughs> so how did you come across CrossFit in the first place? Then? So you joined, you you know, so you started up in, in Worcester, but I'm intrigued to know sort of, what got you into that then? Because I understand now why you started in Bath. That all makes sense. Yeah. 
but I don't understand why you started in the first place. Do you know, I'm not sure. The, the reason I ask, because I'm also curious because of your career mm-hmm. and how particularly, I mean, how many years ago was it then that you would have gone to, to Worcester? 20, 2011, 2012. Because yeah. I feel like now CrossFit has a much, people understand much better yeah. what CrossFit is and, and, and how it works and how it's for everyone and this and that. I do think probably back then more than more than now, there was all the negativity around, you know, oh, especially among physios. Well, th- well, this was my point: is yeah. that you're, you know, you're, you're absolutely in the demographic of, oh, good people are doing CrossFit. I'm going to have a career for life. Like that's the kind of. No, <laughs> I think there was actually when I was there, there was oh, you wanted to open a clinic and stuff here, but clinic work. The thought of being in a clinic now makes me feel physically unwell. Um, but I think. I used to do sort of your rugby conditioning, tire flips, that kind of thing. Um, And I always, I just like exercise that puts me in a hole. And I always found that just doing strength work or just doing cardio didn't necessarily do that. So it was kind of CrossFit was becoming, well, certainly it came into my sphere a bit more at that point. And I just thought, yeah, why not? Like there, there was... And still is negativity around CrossFit. But I think I was and I'm secure enough in my own knowledge and body to know what I can and can't and will and won't do. So I know there's there's other CrossFit gyms that might push you and there's that sort of ethos of like just go hard all the time and things, which is absolutely not CrossFit Bath, by the way. Um, I think CrossFit Bath is is fantastic for that. But equally, even if I was in one of those environments, I think I would be very happy to say, actually, no, I'm going to do it this way. Um, so I kind of went and was going to use it for what I wanted it for, rather than being pulled into what CrossFit wanted me to do. Yeah, I love that already. You already went in with the attitude of, look. I know, I'm a stubborn. I'm here for me. I'm you here for back me. back off. Not for you. Thank you. What's that on the whiteboard? I don't care. No. And all of your happy, clappy American rubbish, keep it away. <laughs> I'm not here to be overexcited. I'm here to... To be put in a hole. Yes, That's all I put care in a about. hole and go home. Thank you. Goodbye. Nice. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I know, we're, I know we're tight for time. I do want to ask the question about fittest on earth. Because <laughs> you've dropped a little bombshell before walking in. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to pick you up on this. Yeah. What's your issue with the term fittest on earth? So... I actually have less of an issue with it now I've spoken to Craig because Craig informed me that it was a trademark and therefore isn't isn't necessarily as much of a direct descriptor as I had issue with. Um, so I work in performance sport. Um, I work with athletes who've been to Olympic Games, have gold medals, like all this kind of stuff. And I think it's it's kind of different people's understanding of the word fit and fittest like for me fitness is very specific and I know that CrossFit is really broad and um caters in a like caters for a lot of areas but equally if you put Matt Fraser against Mo Farah in a 10k race like Mo Farah is going to beat him like it's very specific and I know that CrossFit covers a lot of those areas but like I just feel like you're not the fittest on earth because Sorry, I keep waving the microphone You're away. So I'm so You're sorry. So passionate about I'm, this. <laughs> I rotate my wrists when I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I just that's my only issue is that there's there's specific fitness for specific sports, and so the fittest on earth is a very big claim that I disagree with. But it's a trademark rather than necessarily just a yeah that we believe factually they are the fittest on earth. That's very interesting because I think the reason you disagree with it is absolutely the reason other people like back it mm. in the sense of if it'll be like yeah like matt would lose to mo in in the run but then if you had to make them do a you know one rep max clean and jerk he's going to beat him and, he, and he's going to beat him by considerably more than he's going to you know and then yeah. maybe if you made them also then go and do this and then they all had to go and do a swim and then they would and and so their idea is that like oh yeah they're not necessarily the fastest runner in the world but they can run and they can do this and they Mm -hmm. can do that versus someone who is the fastest runner but i suppose you could say that about heptathletes or decathletes do you know what i mean like no i completely but 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 i I think it's interesting because your thing is like no i think that 
that you can't be the fittest on it because it has to like it almost has to be pigeonholed into one specific you you need to find the fittest on earth at, at dot dot this. dot you can be the fittest on earth at crossfit yes you can be the best in the world at crossfit absolutely no issues with that oh thank you oh, and jason I'll, is I'll absolutely that i can't wait to see you on the podium at the crossfit games um but yeah you're you can be absolutely the absolute best in the world at crossfit no issues with that whatsoever and it's i have so much type i think people think i don't like crossfit which is a bit weird um but i think and it's probably because of my work experiences i'm like well fitness is very specific oh that was a thank great lift um but yeah, that's that's my issue with it. Is it's a big claim without being specific enough. I see. But it's a trademark, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, it's born in America, as you said, home of the World Series. Yeah, the World Series that only includes America. Yes. God. So yes, so we, can't, we can't drill. <laughs> We've that. got we a little get... bit of leeway for the Americans. <laughs> so actually, I think fittest on earth is probably fittest co- in America. <laughs> closest, closer to the truth than the World, World Series, Series is yeah. in you know. Hundred percent. So I, I, you know, I, I, I think, I think they're doing well. Give them another fifty to a hundred years, and they'll mm. come up with a sporting title that is actually correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's it. It's 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 just me being it's hyperbole. A bit. Ang- yeah, I think I'm just being a bit angle about it. But there's also like I went up and corrected Natty's uh, windshield wipers on the board, and I changed it to windscreen just a bit. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, that's incorrect. We're in England. <laughs> oh, I, just, well, I, I mean, this is the ultimate tangent now because mm. I have a whole theory about language and the evolution of language and how, yes. how things change and all of that. And oh, We could spend hours talking about language. Uh, and, you know, as somebody who's lived abroad, taught English abroad, had been with people that learn english in a variety of different settings and places and people that like american english and people that learn yeah, british english and so on. but i do and having children as well i think it's interesting because you know when i was growing up the majority of the english that i heard was from people from england or english tv shows mm. or things like that. but now in the age of netflix and streaming yeah. and yeah, yeah, the yeah. internet and global everything i just feel like the languages get merged yeah, and completely. mixed and 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 there's going to be this new thing where you, it's going to that line between British English and American English. Massively. It's so blurred. Um, and you're right in terms of TV shows and what kids learn and, and everything. Language is, is changing so much. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was my one. But not on the whiteboard. Not on the whiteboard. Not on my watch. <laughs> the lurker steps forward yeah. once. <laughs> Who is she? Just to, oh, just to correct the whiteboard. Yeah. Nice. What a dick. <laughs> okay. Um, so, hold on, let me... What What time do you need to shoot off, by the way? Uh, oh, I've got, like, 20 minutes. Okay, let me let me, let me me scroll through some of the things you you mentioned, just you to see... You don't have to ask me anything, you can ask me anything you want. Don't yeah, have to yeah. do that. No, no, but I, I, I was intrigued by your... Um... Oh, do you know what, I've, I've scrolled back too far, and I've, I've stumbled into our drugs chat. Oh, that was good, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh, don't get me started on that, we'd be here for hours. So, uh, I love that people are going... The drugs chat. The drugs chat. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to know about the drugs chat, you have to reach out to Charlie and say, get back on the podcast, let's hear the drugs chat. Yeah, part two. Because people are going, what is... What this? is the drugs so, chat? So, former rugby player, we've talked about rugby. Yeah. Ruptured ACL. Yeah, we've, did that, that was good. believe we've touched on A that. large Canadian girl ploughed through my knee. It was awful. <laughs> Canadian, okay. Yeah, I went on tour and then... Like May Martin. Oh, Well, dear, exactly, oh, yeah. Dear. Just fine because I, I I read this a little bit. Yeah. I didn't want to like deep dive into it because I like I like I like the journey. I like to well, ask exactly. questions That's and discover things. Like I'll give you a few bits and pieces, but you can ask me whatever you like. But what is funny is some of the things you've written here are verbatim what you've like just just said, including things about fly and tonic and stuff. Although here you were a bit nicer. You said they were a little too fancy for me. Yeah, I sh- yeah, fancy is the word. But then that's me. Like I don't want that to come across as I don't think that CrossFit Bath isn't fancy. No. We're so fancy. We are. Got a coffee machine. Yeah, we have. I don't drink coffee. I wish I did. I wish I could join in with that. Yeah. I just have my cup of tea. In the corner. Lurking in the corner <laughs> with a cup Hello. of tea. Yeah. Oh, wow. Lurker. <laughs> Everyone is there. Coffee, Biscoff cake. Yeah. Chatting about the one. And I'm just there. And you're on the bike, miserable. cup of tea yeah. with a 
I don't know, rich tea biscuit. Yeah, yeah, a digestive, like it's meant to be. Uh, that's so. You've even. I was like, oh, let's talk about this. Isn't you talking about CrossFit and and, and mental health? You can just read it out if you like. Well, no, I I, I want to talk about the um, the the CrossFit exercise makes a massive difference to mental health. I think yes, that's, that's nice. I'd like to get into that. But what I just before we do that is then it says, love the community, bit of a purist when it comes to fittest on earth label. There I, we are. We've I discussed. Sh- I should have. Um, bit of a purist. I sh- and I should say also that you sent this message back in April. Ages like, ago. Anyway, yeah. The start of April. So it's not like, wow, Jason's got the memory of a, no. <laughs> of yeah. a goldfish. <laughs> He's got it written down in front of him. Anything. I remember anything. But I, as I said, I didn't want to reread everything. And then this chat would have been me going, so I know you're a bit of a purist when it comes to that. Yes. Topic, but tell everyone else. Yes. No, um, mental health side of things. Let's yes. just touch on that then. Yeah. Because I think that is... Like a really important thing, and and I also think that's something that's really interesting when somebody, for example, has an injury that doesn't allow them to do maybe the wads, mm. and it's very easy at that point to say, "Well, hold on, why why pay for this membership if anyway I I can't use the majority of it because of of my injury, so I should just I'll just I will just go and take like a you know two years off <laughs> base membership somewhere else where they've got a bike and I can just sit and do do the bike because that's what I'm doing anyway. Mm. But you're talking about the exercise community mental health aspect massively, yeah. Um, go. <laughs> so I've I've had various forays into mental health uh, issues um, since I was about fourteen. I wasn't diagnosed with anything until I was about eighteen, nineteen, and twenty three in terms of like depression, anxiety, eating disorders. Um, so I've always kind of had that as a theme. I've always used exercise to get endorphins. I've used it to give me structure. Like I always feel um, it's it's really helpful for me. CrossFit, I think, has so many positives. Certainly for me, one of the reasons I did come and stay at CrossFit Bath was because of the community that is here. Even if I so exercise on its own, yes, I could go to a pure gym like in lockdowns or go for walks or whatever. Um, but it is that social element. And especially while I'm kind of, ah, oh, I hoped it was Emma Dean. Um, <laughs> Welcome. I'm using your lifts as something in the podcast. It's like I'm lifting in the gym. Yeah. So keep doing that. Thank you. She said if they can go a bit heavier. Yeah. I appreciate that. Tell us what the loads are. Um, so yeah, I stayed and it's, Especially while I'm doing my PhD, I spend a lot of time shutting my flat on my own. And I'm not someone who needs loads and loads of social time. I am quite introverted as much as when I am out and with groups and things like people would say that I'm very chatty and very sociable. Um, I'm also autistic and have inattentive ADHD. So and being introverted as well, my social battery does drain. But I love the 930 girls I like. Like I love coming, like having coffee after workouts and, and the, most of my friends in Bath now are from CrossFit. Um, so it has made a big difference in what's been a really difficult couple of years. Um, for me, mental health wise, in terms of my foot and not being able to do stuff. And I've had people come up to me and say like, oh my God, you're like, you're doing so well still coming into the gym. I would be going insane. Oh, someone's at the door. Who is at the door? Oh, <gasps> it's her. Yes. Oh. <laughs> a- apologies for everyone that that will suddenly have crashed their car. So Lucy's been complaining that the podcast hasn't been loud enough. Oh, maybe <laughs> that, that's like I'm eating the microphone. <laughs> so if you oh. didn't guess from the scream, it's Emma Dean has Emma Dean has entered the podcast. Her ears must have been burning yeah. from how much she's been talked about. How much she's been included. Yeah. Are you okay, dear? <sighs> Having a nice snacky? Okay, good. Two snacks. Good. Um, bye-bye. So... I like that we've had a little sample of what it must be like, the interaction. <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> she hates my joy. <laughs> I have to really pick and choose my times when to go up to her because that is one thing that I do struggle with. Um, 
autism wise is knowing when to ask a question or when to approach someone and emma lets me know in unequivocally yeah. when it's not a good time <laughs> yeah, so she's done the pull she's gone over she's yeah. just about to do the final kind of press out at the top <laughs> yeah, of the muscle and like, up um, and you're like, i have a question <laughs> it's not a good time and she gives me the look and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll go and uh, climb into this hole and never come out. Which is where you want to be anyway. You've said exactly. you want to be it in the hole. perfectly for me. Um, so yeah, mental health wise, it has been fantastic for me to be at CrossFit Bath. Um, I did some bits at Pure Gym initially when I could literally just do um, machine weights. But yeah, it's been um, such a lifeline for me to have all these lovely people. Um to hang out with that's all i've got on that one that's all you've got on that no it's good i just i do think it's in, I, I mean i remember when emma had um not emma dean emma, emma mallon had yes. uh you know bringing in the little skateboard so she could still row yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of people have gone through you know these injuries and Completely. and have had to just adapt and i always think there's particularly if it's a big injury that you know is going to be a period of time it's not you know like oh i hurt my hand for a week and you know it's sort yeah. of no, this is going to be maybe six months or, you know, I, I can't do everything I used to do. And there's always that moment where they're going to have to make a decision of, well, do I continue or do I stop? And if you're just looking at it like purely on the numbers and going, well, you know, I, I really go because I enjoy doing the wads, but if I can't do them, you know, I'm going to have to adapt every single one. Mm. Oh, I might as well just, you know, save my money and go and do something else. And, and it's like, well, Maybe you need to just zoom out and think of some of the other factors that are not written on the whiteboard that, that could could play a part. Yeah, I think I, I reduced my membership. I did, did Pure Gym for a little bit, paused my membership, came back and did Open Gym. And now I'm back in my normal student membership um, because when there's a wad that I can do, Emma's programming, she'll put me in, oh, just, in that. Just do the wad. Just do the wad. Yeah. So yeah, she, she puts me in to interact with the other humans yeah. sometimes. Um, but I've got the, the, the people that I've met here are wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, they are good humans. They are my tribe. Um, yeah, I've met some very, very good humans through CrossFit. So I'm very appreciative. I do love the, um, the scientist in you, the sort of scientific method approach to, CrossFit buff in general when you're like yes there's good humans there and occasionally I'm allowed to go and interact with the other humans yep. and, and then I, I go of, back and look in the corner I'll go back into my cage mm-hmm. yep that's it my cup of tea because I can't have the coffee yep, that's exactly. for the other humans don't want too much caffeine apart from the two cans of Red Bull I slam every morning on the bicycle <laughs> really <laughs> yes. oh no I say it's not even it's not even Red Bull it's Euro Shopper um, from Booker's because you can get 24 cans for about 7 quid oh, I, see. I can't I don't have any of that stuff no I, I have like I have a cup of coffee, so I will have definitely a cup of coffee in the morning. And then, depending on the day and the interactions I have, I may have a second cup of coffee, potentially a third. Wow. But that is solely dependent on the interactions of the day. Yes. There's one cup of coffee guaranteed, and that's it. And then, every time we go away for like, you know, strength and depth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, let's have some knockers. Duh, duh, duh. You've got some knockers in your bag. And uh, and usually I don't touch them. Occasionally mm-hmm. I'll do a, oh, I do I do need to have like a little thing. And I'll drink like half and I'll just be like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like, I don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have my emergency knocker in my car. And that is purely... Emergency break glass. It is a, um, it's like I put it in my car the other day because we took the kids to Legoland. No, it's, a, it's a long drive there yep. it's a long day and then long it's a drive long back. drive back absolutely and only one of us has to stay awake mm-hmm. <laughs> so emergency knocko is there yeah. podcasts are like loaded when popeye up. has his spinach exactly yeah you yeah. need to slam that and but become popeye emergency knocko is still there because i didn't need it in the end. <laughs> I just, I just drove about it always keep it there just in case and i didn't even drink a coffee through the day because the legoland prices for coffee I just couldn't. I bet, yeah. It, so it, ta- it took me a long time to be able to part with the money to deal with English coffee prices mm-hmm. after living for 10 years in Italy and having bet, the yeah. 90 cent coffee that was like wonderful, lovely espresso coffee 
Everywhere is just mostly like, better than and here. Then, and then I'd come here and they'd be like, yes, that's £2.50. I'm like, whoa, that feels like a markup compared yeah. to... I paid £4 for a pint of Coke the other day. Really? Yeah. In a pub in London. Terrible. I don't know. I just, I just, I'd have been like... I'll have tap water, please. <laughs> I'll just sit here with a dry throat. Don't yes. worry. <laughs> Spitting out dust. Yeah. <laughs> Forming a new Craig. <laughs> yes, making a new Craig. <laughs> oh, Dusty Craig. I do love him. All right. Oh, I can't wait to see the reaction to this podcast from a number of people. It's oh, going to be God. very interesting. Yeah. And and I'm looking forward to part two, a.k.a. The Drugs drug Chat. chat. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, I know. We've started talking in, going into the, the price of things now. I feel like I've made the most boring podcast ever. Oh, no, I think this is good. I mean, this is... This is what the people want. Yeah, well, to be true. honest with you, they want to be like, "Oh, yeah. she's human like us." No, no, not actually. Like there's there's the voice in the box, and then there's the lurker in the corner on the bicycle. We're trying to bring the lurker out. Just yeah, trying to, just trying to. I am actively trying to spread my wings and and interact with more people because I am, as much as people think I'm very chatty and outgoing and stuff, I'm actually like quite. I'm going to say shy, but then Coxie said that, and I was like. Coxie, don't say that. Yeah, but I think we also, I mean, I'm, I'm also someone that like in a group of people will talk all day, then I'll go home and if there's Absolutely no one around, I don't need to talk. Yeah. I'm quite happy to just sit in silence and just get on with my stuff and like, mm. and there'll be days if I'm at home, like Monday, if I'm apart from all these annoying bank holiday Mondays, but normally on annoying. a Monday, it's annoying because I don't work on Monday. Monday is my oh, so get everything anyway. done day yeah. because Rochelle does work and the kids are at school and it is the day that I can mm-hmm. accomplish the most things. I come in 9.30, do the class. By 10.30, I'm like, right, now I've got until 2.30, I think, when Emily finishes, to get everything done. And the last four weeks, that hasn't happened because yeah. it's been school holidays, then bank holidays. There's another bank holiday coming up and then half term. So you've got, yeah, you know, this is this is. This is the whole thing with, with reproducing, isn't it? Is you've got, they, they appear in your life quite often. Yeah. Yeah, that's. One of the reasons I'm probably not going to do that. I think I'd find having, like, I'd, I keep saying I'd really, I want to steal everybody's dogs. I am obsessed. But I think if I had my own dog, I might actually be overwhelmed with, like, having another living thing interacting with me all the time. Yeah. I had, like, I mean, this is the, <laughs> we'll end on this because this was, so I do, so I was thinking about it the other day for some reason because I kind of have an issue with, I, I think it was, like, I, it was a post you put up, I think. Oh, it was God, one of your stories and it was about somebody sort of say like when they were buying a dog and all the questions yes. that people follow up on on a dog, but like but if you have children, baby, like yeah. whatever. And it, it wasn't so much that, but it was just, I really, I kind of hate always the comparison of pets and people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because my brother got a cat. And when my brother got a cat, mm-hmm. He wants. Oh, made, a cat is not like a child. He once made the mistake of being like, you know, oh, we've got, oh no, because we've got to get for the cat, or the, you know, we've got to think about the cat, and it's like kind of this idea of like, oh, we sort of know how you feel about things, and then like, you go to the cinema, and you leave your cat at home. If I go to the cinema and just leave my kids at home, I'm in trouble. Like, I can't do that. It's not the same. Yeah. Even I understand if you're going on holiday, you need to yes. think about. Or what are we going to do with the cat? But if you can leave for like a couple of hours, the animal on their own, already we're in a whole different scenario. Like like this is a, because this was a funny thing. And then, you know, they live down in where I grew up and and it was like, oh, do you want to come down to cinema? Maybe we're going to get some food. I'm like, an hour and a half drive, two hours in the cinema, two and a half hours because you got all the trailers and everything, then get some food, then come back. Do you realize how long I need someone to look after my kids for this? This is not a let's just do this. This is I need to plan. Yes. And so um, so the, whenever I get these young things, kids I, get, well. I get triggered a little bit with this triggered. sort of... Were you um, just there rocking and shaking I was when just I like, that up? I absolutely understand what you mean in this moment. And I understand that it's not the However, same comparison wrong. here. However, how did anybody <laughs> ever make the comparison between humans and animals? Because I cannot handle it. Cats, very different. They yeah, can be true. like left alone. I think dogs, like you could leave them for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um and uh but then you probably need to go back to them or whatever and i i would yeah i do appreciate absolutely that kids are so much harder than animals um and 
yet I don't think unless I had a partner who was adamant that she wanted to have children I do not see I'm certainly not birthing them I'm not I'm not birthing anything I, I didn't either no well good um <laughs> it's a yeah I think that's I would take cat slash dog over child okay. I think um any day so essentially the themes of this podcast have been wonderful dislike crossfit and all it stands for <laughs> dislike children dislike love, people love tormenting emma dean love yeah following around and waiting for her to get yeah. mad at me so the list of things you hate i know yeah it's quite quite good we could yeah. yeah can't wait for part two in the drugs chat people look forward to yeah. that one yeah the things you love yeah <laughs> all the things i like <laughs> all right well thank you for coming and I, and me. uh you know squeezing me into your busy day no no anytime Anytime. Well, I say anytime. That's a lie, isn't it? How long did it take for us to arrange this? It took us about six to eight weeks, yes. 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 Sorry. (laughs) People think, Jason, he's not working hard on these things. He's just grabbing whoever's right. No, 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 no. There is a lot of negotiating of schedules. I've been followed for some time. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder where I'll find her. Maybe lurking in the corner. Yeah. I'm always there. Well, it wasn't actually because you were off doing the tennis thing that I did want to speak about, but. Part two. Part two. Yes. The tennis, the drugs chat and the tennis thing. Drugs and tennis. And everything else. Drugs and tennis. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any... um... (laughs) Links between drugs and tennis? Not that I'm aware of at the minute. Well, no. And just one lift to finish off. Hope you enjoyed that one, guys. Max lift. All right. And on that note, we'll say goodbye. Oh, no. Oh? Nominations. Nominations. Right. Okay. Uh, Well, we all know that Lucy McDonald has been dodging this for ages. So can I do two? One is always going to be Lucy McDonald. I thought you were going to say, can I do two? Lucy McDonald. And once again, Lucy McDonald. Yeah, Lucy McDonald. No, one is Lucy McDonald. And one, I think, is uh, Vicky LB. Vicky LB. Hybrid physio Vicky. Right. Yes. She's a good egg and um, of much interest and is rapidly becoming uh, the physio for the gym. People, people are getting word of mouth around her, but lots of people see her. Okay, interesting. She's As excellent. Somebody who has also, I was, so was going to say, somebody who has many sort of aches and pains and things. And then I was thinking, look who I'm talking to. We've been talking about Craig. I, I'm fine. <laughs> it's me and Craig just sit in the corner talking about how hard life is. <laughs> and by hard, how hard life is, you literally mean how hard it is to accomplish normal daily tasks. Yes, correct. Nice. Correct. All right. Okay. Well, we've got two nominations. That's a good place to end. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for listening and um, impressive lift as well at the end there. No worries. You're welcome. (laughs) Cheers.